When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but that was nothing good on. is back talking about surviving a paradise and now uh, we'll bring in a guy who is always an insider it's Chappelle Chappelle how are you Rob I'm excited I'm very happy to be here off the heels of your birthday again yes. for the nothing but birthday Netflix weekend was just, it was Rob's birthday y'all and yep. so uh this is a very exciting moment because we get to talk about Survivor <laughs> kind of. I mean, kind so of. we love to talk about the Netflix reality. And uh, this mm-hmm. is an interesting show that we will talk about what's going on, whether or not it's worth your time, how it works. And of course, I- I'm not quite sure if this is an island, but definitely some hot dummies are here. So we mm-hmm. thought it would be best to uh, bring in our hot dummies on islands correspondent. It's Kirsten McKinnis. Kirsten, how are you? I'm doing great, Rob. I'm so excited to be here. A few days ago, Chappelle said, do you want to come on nothing but Netflix? I said, what are you covering? He said, surviving paradise. I said, done. I'm in. Don't have to tell me anything else. Did you know what it was? Did you know? No, I I had not heard about it. I said, Chappelle, I'm coming on. And honestly, I'm going to just start sending more podcasts to Scott St. Pierre about this one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, basically the setup here, it's like the first 15 minutes of the show is like identical to any season of Too Hot to Handle. Yes, except for there are people in relationships on this mm-hmm. show. Yeah, like uh, the plot twist is ultimately that these uh, people get kicked out of this very like uh, nice resort and they have to go live outside. And I think they're all saying like, oh, my God, thank God. I thought we were going to be on too hot to handle. Right. <laughs> they're like, yo, oh, we just have to go is- live outside. We, we could still hook up. 
They say well, we're bringing this, in the host this, and it's Jesse May, not Lana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is exciting because they posted recently, like you can nominate people for too hot to handle and you can apply to too hot to handle. And now I'm like, what if that application is for season two of this? Yeah, you <laughs> could nominate people to too hot to handle. Like they could be drafted. Yeah. I'm nominating Chappelle. Chappelle. Yeah, you know, I, I think I would do great on too hot to handle because no one would touch me. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm yeah. <laughs> like he's Chappelle's safe, y'all. He's good. Trust me on this. You one. could be the you could be the cop who's telling everyone to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like y'all, we're losing so much money. A hundred percent me. A hundred percent me. Yeah. How do hey, you that no- guy won the last season, kind of. Hey, how do you nominate people for too hot to handle? I, there was um, a tweet, and there was, there was like a form to fill in. Hmm. I nominate Jordan Kalish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do they tell you what it, you're being auditioned for? Uh, listen, I haven't been through the casting process for Too Hot to Handle. I'm, I'm not too sure about that, but I have to assume yes because it's. They were also advertising like you can apply now, mm-hmm. which Kristen, I think. Would you Would you like to be nominated for the casting process of Too Hot to Handle? No, I'm in a relationship. Okay. Well, and even if I wasn't, have no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the goal is to not have sex, Kirsten. You're in a relationship. This is the per- You're the perfect candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to take it seriously. It's, uh, it's an that, experiment. They would be yeah. like, oh, episode three, uh, Kirsten's not taking this seriously. She's not even tempted by anyone. She has to go home. Like, uh, no, you no say like, you. I'm saving all physical activity until after the show. I want to get here for an emotional. I think we can we can game this. How much money do you think we could win on Two Hot to Handle if we come in with a no, plan? No, you win $4. <laughs> it's not worth scamming them. We'll, we'll nominate you and your boyfriend both. Both of y'all can come <laughs> in. There you go. Absolutely Listen, not. foolproof. I'm filling out the form now. It's yeah. a Google form. No. Okay. Uh, casting is closed right not. now for Two Hot to Handle. Like okay. nominate Scally or something. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yes, Scally and Kalish both. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about this show that is not too hot to handle. It's yeah. Surviving Paradise. And that there is there is a nice house. There is they kick them out. People are living outside. And they're going to vote people to go live back in the house. But I have to say, beyond that, I do not know what we're doing here. So the previews look like there's going to be challenges, opportunities to like open boxes and chests and then that could send you back outside or back inside. You maybe can vote people out of the house to go outside. Uh, It's kind of like Survivor versus Big Brother, but... No, lower. Budget. This is opposite worlds. Yeah. Um. So Chappelle, you did you watch Opposite Worlds? No. What? I no. What? Okay. No. All right. What? Picture it. Well, you, All right. Everything. All right. Well, let me take you on a little like walk down. Okay, uh, Chappelle. This is as close mm-hmm. as we're getting back to the uh, reality. The rewind? Re- rewind. Yeah. Oh my okay. god. All right. So picture it. Almost ten years ago uh, to the day. Okay. January, February 2014. Little show called mm-hmm. Opposite Worlds airs on the Sci-Fi Network. On and on the show Opposite Worlds, there are two different places where the contestants can live. One is like a futuristic, very nice, luxurious house. The other is like a caveman type setup where you're wearing like loincloths and like sleeping in a cave. 
and there are opportunities to it's like a, a little bit of like the survivor fiji thing of like heaven and hell like has it has okay yes yeah. you can if you win the challenge you can do that but guess what happens like what always happens the people that win the, cha the win the challenge first are like they just keep winning because they're not sleeping in a cave <laughs> And mm -hmm. then this show was on, like, I want to say maybe it was on, like, multiple nights a week. Uh, there was, like, a live component where it was kind of like the live challenge component. where two people, like, would then go, like, head-to-head -head live in, like, and then there would be, like, the elimination. And uh, how did that yeah. show end up? Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> like, did it make it through a season or did it get canceled I think it made it through the, the season. It made it through the season. Yeah. But we okay. podcast about it. Kurt Clark you was on board. You podcasted about yep. this? Opposite oh, worlds. Kurt Clark was on board. You should have started with that. Yeah, I didn't watch that. <laughs> no disrespect to Kurt Clark, but I know he, he he good to kill a series. And so I knew to stay away from stuff like that. Um, the fact that it survived the Kurt Clark curse is wild to me. Mm -hmm. But you said it was one, one and done. It got through so one season. Yeah, aired from yeah. January 21st to February 26, 2014. Yeah, Kurt Clark's fun, but uh, the shows that he chooses to podcast about normally don't make it that far. And so I, th I think that's probably, you know the smoking gun as to why I didn't watch it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's honestly, it is his fault. Like look at all the shows <laughs> Jenny and Rob have covered that haven't gotten canceled, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's you a, Kirk Clark on it's one a lower of, bar uh, now to get renewed on TV. <laughs> it's really yeah. easy. But, Everything's on TV now. Okay. But that's what seemingly like, that's what like, we have a nice place to live and a not yeah. nice place to live. And Chappelle, do you know, like how are eliminations even hand? I don't even understand what the, what the game is. Okay, so you only watched one episode. Kirsten only watched one episode. I, you know, we thought we we thought about covering two episodes, but I watched two episodes and I was like, it really didn't explain the essence of the show. So I watched a little bit further. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I watched it all. I seen it all. I seen it. I know it. I know the show by heart. I got it. I have faves. I stand. I follow these people. Um, so yeah, there you go. You're welcome. No one's shocked by this. Mm -hmm. Um. The show works exactly how it worked in this episode. So what will happen is they are they're chosen to live inside or outside, um, and then they are voting. This show is all about alliances. That is completely the name of the game here, is how many people can you get to vote you back into the house? Because at the end of the day, at the end of the season, you have to be one of the remaining people left in the house in order to win the $100,000 cash prize. Um, and so... Uh, we'll save some spoilers for the end. Remind me to, to come back to that, Rob. But yeah, $100,000 cash prize, but you have to be one of the people who make it in so that you can get voted on by a jury of your peers. And so there's a lot of the Big Brother and Survivor uh, DNA in it, but it is basically just how many people can you get to vote for you? Uh, and it's that's it. There are no there are challenges that work, but every round they come up with a new um, like um, I guess a new you know like system for how you vote. So sometimes they might say, okay, well if you're able to do this one um, survival drop or whatever, when they bring in these crates of food, if you can accomplish this goal, then you're eligible to go back in the house. If you can't accomplish the goal, you have to stay outside. Or maybe the people in the inside have to vote for somebody to come inside with them. Sometimes the people on the outside have to vote for the people to come outside with them. Uh, so it's a lot of that. But it's literally all voting. Okay. Kirsten, okay. you uh, seem very high on this series after one episode. Uh, what is appealing to you about Surviving Paradise? I mean, what's appealing about any of the shows I cover? <laughs> it's hot people being confused. And also, in this <laughs> circumstance, hot people trying to develop a strategy for possibly the first time ever. This is great. I yes. 
Everyone's so dramatic. They're out here. Oh, I only get one scoop of rice. Do you know what the new era survivors would do for one scoop of rice? They're so mm-hmm. ungrateful. They have they sleeping bags. They have mosquito <laughs> nets. Like, come on. Yeah. These people, these people are the hot dummies, but you're making them actually think, you know, and, and I think in the, in the past when we've had like the too hot to handles and, uh, you know, even love Island, it's a lot of more just like, emotionally driven, you know, like they're driven yeah. by their urges. These people are, you know, the urge to, to have sex or the urge to fall in love or whatever the case may be, how much they like somebody here. It's really, how can I get you to, to, to put me in a better spot than you are in, you know, yeah. like, like to put me in the house. To see in this episode, someone so sure that they have cracked the entire strategy of the game when they've got an alliance of three, Mm-hmm. Three and twelve is out. I don't know if they know that. Cold pepper math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, Chappelle, you know what this show is reminding me of a little bit. What was the name of the show that you mm-hmm. and me and Jenny watched? Uh, that was it was a, a a little bit like it was like that. Well, we're taking these people who are like. Uh, Young people, Milf Manners. No, 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 not Milf (laughs) Manners. It was like Millennial Island or something like that. Gen, gen, uh, Snowflake Mountain. Snowflake Snowflake Mountain. (laughs) 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 It very much did give me a lot of Snowflake Mountain. Yeah, because it's like this is like all people who are I don't know between like twenty two and and thirty seemingly. Like it's not Uh, like that. uh, Forty. There's people there that are (laughs) forty. There are people in their 30s, I will say that. Yeah. But there's nobody, there's like, there's not the mom, there's not the dad. Uh, you right. know, basically, it seems like that these are all like young people who are, uh, I don't know if entitled is the right word, but like they're talking they about like avocado toast. They live good life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they kind of they kinda have a good time and then they end up in a situation where they have to survive. Yeah. Kind of same concept, really, as uh, whatever that was like, called. What was it? Speaking? Gen Z Island? Snowflake Speaking Mountain. Speaking of the yeah. uh, avocado toast, Taylor is the one who says she likes to have avocado toast for breakfast. Now, did you know that Taylor is kind of related to reality TV, not royalty, but like yeah. royalty adjacent? Okay. Yeah, so you had uh, hinted at this before we came on. You said that she's related to somebody from the cast of House of Villains? That's correct. Okay, so I have to say that it has to be Corinne. Well, they have right. the same face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was, just, it was just from process of elimination. Process it's of like, elimination. Daughter, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's too many other people that it could be, unless uh, yeah. like this is like Taylor Bananas or something. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so that's Corinne's sister um, making her reality TV debut. A little bit less prestigious than uh, ABC reality TV, but you know what? She's in a, she's in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not to spoil too much, but she might be luckier in love in this season than Corinne has been in her past seasons of television. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess let's talk about some of this cast and some of the standouts that are here in uh, surviving paradise. Chappelle, you know, you said you're following these people like on social media now. I actually was already uh, following one of them and didn't even know it way back when. Um, Really? I used to follow one of Yeah, a long time ago. I used to follow Cisco on Instagram because he used to make memes and like uh, like funny re- like videos and stuff like that. And so I didn't recognize him at all because I, d- I don't know him. Um, and it's been several years. I don't really even Instagram like that. And so uh, when I saw him, I was like, I 
feel like I know this guy. Uh, come to find out, yeah, used to be an Instagram follower of Cisco. Um, I don't know if he still does that kind of stuff. Uh, again, don't really know. I'm sure he's like an actor or something like that. But he was a very good Instagram follower. Uh, follow when I was uh, back in the day, I guess, when I was a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. That is not who I thought you were going to say. Oh, you thought I was first following somebody. No, yeah. not, not, not this time. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Lelise for sure. No, but I do have some strong feelings about Lelise, but I guess we'll get to her in a, in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Chappelle, uh, what do you think are, are these interesting things about this series that you want to highlight? Well, of course, the cast is going is uh, at first glance in this episode, we don't get a lot about them. But what you will see very quickly is that some of them have come to play the game. Uh, Kirsten has already flagged Lelise as one of those people. She comes in in a relationship, but very quickly, you can tell that she's tapped in on the strategy of the game. And a large part of this is going to be if you if you decide to continue this show, the, the show is the story of Lelise versus Tabitha. And every episode is the Lelise versus Tabitha show. It's it's Rob versus Russell. And I'm talking about Uh-oh. every step of the way. And it is this is and it does not fizzle out like Rob versus Russell does. You know, pre merge. This is a good, this is a good rivalry. I'm talking about you have two people who I would love. I would love to see Tabitha Tabitha on uh, Survivor. Love. Yeah. Give me any. I'd pay. I'd pay the the money. Whatever. What the million dollars. They probably won't win, but I'm rooting for them because they are so tapped in on the strategy of this game to where in this first episode, it does look like Lelise probably has the upper hand, but Tabitha bounces back. And it's it's a back and forth pool every episode to see who can get the upper hand and be the, you know, the the queen of the villa. And so it's a very fun watch. Um, Both of them are great characters for the duration of the show. Okay, well, Chappelle, this is a, like a pretty strong review coming from you because I, I didn't you know, say the show was good. I said they were good. You like this show. relationship because I feel like that you know in one episode of the show, I didn't think it was that exciting. It it is a okay. So for one, the show is too long. The episodes are forty five minutes. It could really be a tight thirty. And I think that it would move a lot faster because okay. they draw out that relationship between those two people for at least seven episodes. Like, at least seven episodes, it's what's Tabitha about to do? How is Lelise going to respond? What's Tabitha going to do now? How is Lelise? So it's like that the entire time, the back and forth between those two people. But I really think that's the strongest character moment throughout the season is just going to be watching how these two people play the game because you can tell that they both have a fundamental understanding of what they should be doing, but they're also trying to figure out how to make it work. It's like it's like if you take out the challenge component out of Big Brother and Survivor and you make everybody have to be thinking, well, how do I get just influence? Well, you're making it and sound not, good. No. Well, and so, so I feel like I feel like in the first episode, it seemed very clear that Tabitha kind of set the tone. But yeah. then because of the way they were acting, it kind of activated Lelise. And Lelise was like, not on my watch. Now this is going to be strategy. Like, I think if Tabitha had been more chill, Lelise strikes me as the type of person that would be like, mm, that's fine. I want to get back in the house, but I'm not so concerned. Like, everyone's just chilling. But then Tabitha walked away with two people. And then Lelise is like, no, we need to do yeah. something about this. Yeah, they're the early standouts uh, for sure, and their 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 back and forth is going to be what really propels the episode. I mean, but the reason we don't have a lot to talk about with the cast is that we don't even get full introductions from everybody in the first yeah. episode. And too hot to handle Love Island. People come in, we get their whole little like, I'm such and such, and I'm from such and such, and I like to. But have we don't sex, need you that. Know? 
we, we don't, don't get that on. <laughs> yeah, and we don't get that here. Yeah. We meet SK, Sarah Kate, who uh, describes himself as a, a Southern Belle in this episode. I'm very confused as to SK's arc in this one episode specifically because we don't see SK make any strong relationships with anybody. And SK, who does not get voted in to the to the villa, is distraught about it by the end of the episode. Well, like, why so, does anybody like me? So the, the way that it was presented, at least in my opinion, is it looks like SK kind of talked to, you know, Tabitha's side, kind of talked to Lisa's side, was you know, feeling good about that. And then no one on Tabitha's side votes for her, votes for her. And right. so instead of being like, okay, well, I'll vote for Lelise and maybe that will give me some, some cred to come back in. She's like, you know what? Let me vote for someone irrelevant and waste my vote. And then when she <laughs> her vote, she is floored that Lelise did not bring her in. Like Lelise had ultimately five votes to go in. Mm-hmm. And she, or four votes to go in. And she brought three of those people into the house with her because she could bring three people with her. So if you didn't vote for Lilise, obviously why she's would not you- going to bring you into the house. Why would she? And Sarah Kay's just like, why did this happen? Like, I voted for Justin because nobody picked me and I'm so upset. So you know what? I'm going to throw away. I, like, I don't have social capital. And also I won't build mm-hmm. anything with my vote i will waste it and then be shocked that i don't yeah. get to go inside okay uh, so i found bios for everybody from Ooh. the cast Ooh. uh here i can share it in our chat here uh seems to be like the most information that we have so sarah okay uh sarah kate she's uh sarah kate reynolds is married to landon gosling an nba marketing agent he popped the question Ooh. in august 2023 Sarah is also the founder of the swimwear brand, SK Swim. She's also a cheerleading world champion. She became good friends with Shay Foster, who called her uh, a Southern Belle taking over while she called him her sidekick. Yeah, Shay uh, and SK have a good working relationship in this uh, season. Uh, We don't learn a lot about Shay in this episode, except that Shay is really into Taylor. Uh, Shay is like, nah, I, I'm feeling the showman's thing. And, you know, once you get past this episode, there is a lot more of the Shay and Taylor back and forth. Um, because remember, your goal is to get voted in by your peers. And we even see in this first episode, Shay says, I want Taylor to go in the house. Now, Taylor, who is uh more strategic minded, I guess, she realizes that Shay might like me, but I've started somewhat of an alliance with Cisco, so I'm going to vote for Cisco. And so you'll see that a lot of those personal relationships and strategic relationships get tested very early on. Um, but we don't get a lot from SK except that, you know, st- moments like this where SK feels like I should have been chosen. I deserve to be on the inside because I can't sleep outside for much longer but they're not doing anything to put themselves inside. You're not even Mm -hmm. voting in the right direction of the people who end up with power. So you get left out. And then we get to see SK kind of dealing with that throughout. And I got to say, same thing. I'm looking at SK swim right now. Yeah. Basic. Oh, you would buy your swimwear from any Alyssa from big brother before SK, (laughs) right? Well, I mean, maybe one Alyssa from Big Brother. But we which won't Alyssa? say which one. Yes. Yeah, no, we I think to, everybody no, knows. <laughs> I think everybody knows. <laughs> but yeah, but apparently everyone on reality TV has their own swimwear line these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, wild. Yeah. At yeah. least they're not in a pyramid scheme, I guess. 
<laughs> I think she's very nice throughout the show, but I don't think that this she was prepared for what was about to happen. And judging by her Instagram, you know, I, I, I too think she's just not ready to go sleep outside. So I'm very proud of her for even signing up for something like this. I know she didn't know it, but yeah. she had every opportunity to quit just like people on Survivor did, and she didn't. Okay. I mean, Kirsten, I always ask this question with too hot to handle of like, yes. do the people know what they're doing? And uh, in, in this case, I, I kind of do believe that they thought they were they going on know. one show and then they did pull the bait and switch on them here. Well, and especially do not pull the, the bait first... and switch on too hot to handle. That will cost the you money. The first season of every show, right? You have more of an opportunity to hide from the contestants what they'll actually be doing. Once it's been done one time, it's a little bit harder to, to fool them, I think. Although I do think that you overestimate um, the intelligence of the average too hot to handle contestant year after year, Rob. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I think that they probably were told, we're going to a villa. You can win money. It's going to be fun. And... I mean, that's close enough to what it is as well, that then when they find out, actually, you have to go outside, they're devastated. Yeah. Another theme that's kind of baked into the show, and I think you hear it a little bit with, uh, is it Copen? Yes, Yes, Copen. Copen. Uh, He talks about how, like, baked into this idea of surviving paradise is the idea of, like, where I come from, you don't treat people good because of their station in life. That in, in, in my eyes, you treat, like, the CEO the same as the person who's working in the mailroom. And, like, do you treat people differently because they're insiders versus outsiders? And that's, like, the theme of what this show is going to explore. It's a moral yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Copen's the person who should be telling this story throughout this season because he is uh, w- like probably one of the nicest, if not the nicest person on the show. Um, he very much is like, you know, I want everybody to be friends. They all know Copen has a good heart. He does not do anything malicious to anybody at any point. Uh, and they kind of lean on him as like, well, Copen is going to do the right thing. Copen is mm-hmm. going to do, you know, like if I'm nice to Copen, he will be nice back. And you're going to see that throughout. Now, Copen also is, he, he he also wants to be in the villa. So there are moments where, you know, you're like really hoping that Copen will, will, you know, will save me this time. And Copen's like, I actually want to go inside. I would like to win the money and I don't want to sleep outside anymore. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But Copen is a good TV character, I would say. Yep. And he is the nicest person on the show. And you can tell because he has the least Instagram followers by far of anybody <laughs> in the cast. He's an admissions Uh-oh. counselor. Trust me, been there, done that. Okay? Yes. <laughs> you, yes. You have to be a, a person who is fine with being poor for a very long time. And so I don't blame Copen for coming on this show and trying to win some money because uh, being an admission counselor, it's a hard route. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not paying a ton. Yeah. No. <laughs> I almost wonder, is, is he like a plant on this show? Because almost everybody else on the show is sort of like influencer adjacent uh, i mean even that we we're talking about taylor olympius uh that i don't know if that's how you pronounce her last name um but mm. she was also she was on season three of a show called next influencer okay i don't believe that's a real show <laughs> she no, was on season i believe three. it i believe it why was it three seasons is my question i wasn't i was not <laughs> familiar with its work mm-hmm. um, but you're right Copen is probably every show needs a burgie you know mm-hmm. no show, they don't yes they don't every need show every show needs a burgie bergenson and this is our burgie bergenson 
I see. I liked Copen from episode one, but now you're making me not like no, him anymore. Copen is him great. The comparison. Copen is great. I would never lead you astray. We love Copen. We love Bergy. We mm-hmm. no, we don't love Bergy. <laughs> Yeah, Stop it. I, I don't Stop mean to that. single out Copen. And there's a couple other people. Uh, Tabitha doesn't have a big like Instagram presence. Uh, a couple, a couple of the guys also don't. But for the most part, yeah. that the the cast does seem to lean influencer. Well, yeah, I think that people. doesn't Netflix do just kind of like batch mm-hmm. reality applications where you're not necessarily applying to one specific show. You mean they, they yeah, don't spend all their time trying to find people that are on a journey looking for self-discovery on the Netflix show? I mean, they might, but we don't see it in the final product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, some of the other people on here, I'm, I'm now I'm looking at everybody's Instagram page for real. I was joking about it earlier, but now I'm really looking. Okay, so Alex is another character who is a standout. Uh, we see Alex is really ta- tied to the Lelise Alliance in this episode. He's one of the people who ends up getting inside the villa as well. Um, it, judging by these bios, he's from Miami. Uh, and uh, he is another person. He comes in and he says, you know, I'm really into the loyalty aspect of this. You know, what Copen was saying was true, that the, the relationships that you make are going to make and break you in this episode. And so being loyal to people can pay off for you. Um, and I think that's the, that's the uh, like, approach that someone like Alex is taking. Being al- aligned with Lelise, uh, obviously, he's with somebody who's more strategic. And so we'll see her alliance, Lelise, Alex, uh, Cisco, and uh, 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 Linda, you know, kind of move together throughout this first episode into the house. Can I talk about what gave me the ick about Alex? What's that? Please. I the mean, once, you know you know why you're here, right? Yeah. <laughs> once right. they got back into the villa at the end of the episode or the mansion or whatever they're calling it, he's brushing his teeth, but he's doing so laying on his back on the couch, just with going at it with the electric toothbrush. Mm. And it was so weird and i was just like why like why are you doing this here it's it's so wrong i don't know do you know how happy he was to be on a couch at that point you know like they had been outside for roughly eight hours and it was driving (laughs) them crazy that's the thing too they're acting like they've spent like years in the desert or something but they have (laughs) been outside less than 24 hours and they had rice and sleeping bags hammocks Mm-hmm. They had nice hammocks. Like, it didn't I'm rain. I'm not an outdoor person, but I think I could probably do that for a night without being mm-hmm. so complaining. You know, a lot like, of people do. Uh, it's called camping. You know, uh, well, yeah, some people do it I, for I fun. Yeah. I wouldn't Shit. do that by choice, uh, but <laughs> some fun. people do. But like, even me as a indoor cat, I think an I could insider. do that for one night without being so upset like i think night two i'm probably going to become unbearable but like night one uh, come on Mm -hmm. tabitha said it felt like they've been out there for weeks now tabitha will say that every time tabitha's outside that's kind of their thing is like it feels like we've been out here for months but this time they really meant it like that first night really broke a lot of them down and so i think alex was just very happy to have an electric toothbrush in hand and to be on a couch well, just brush your teeth and then go lay on the couch. I don't like. Come on. Yeah. Until you experience. I, I do. Ha- I have an electric toothbrush. Sometimes it is like. Uh, sometimes like the the toothpaste does like fall out from the electric toothbrush. I feel like it's like uh, a lot of stuff going on. Maybe like laying back is like uh, keeps everything from like making a mess. I will. I will never I know. I am not almost, laying down and brushing my teeth. Yeah, I like. I I like to. You know, maybe you sit down. 
But like not on the couch and not like that. Fair. The highlight in episode number one was certainly them getting kicked out of the villa and having to go live outside. They are looking around at their like uh, new. There's a fire already set up, so it's already they're having it better than the survivors who don't even get Flint. Uh, there's an outhouse, mm. Chappelle, that they have to use. Yeah, Casa de Charmin. They're not they happy. They go in there. Yeah. They don't even have happy. to poop in the ocean. This is a reward they, for the surviving paradise or for on Survivor. It's a punishment on surviving paradise. Yes, but these people sat at home and they said, I'm too smart to go on Survivor. And I give them that because we have seen this season of Survivor that some people will watch Survivor and say, I can do that. And, and, and I don't understand why. I don't understand what you sat at home on your nice couch looking at TV thinking... I can do that for. Mm-hmm. And then you get out there and then you find out you cannot do that. There, in my mind, does a brain, my brain don't work like that. My brain looks at Survivor and says, <laughs> couldn't be me. And so uh, I think that's more for these people as well. They they look at shows like that and they're like, I'm not doing that. I want to go party in the villa. They ended up outside and they were not happy to see the outhouse. One of the uh, the moments I remember is that someone says, Can you hey guys, can y'all pee outside the outhouse? Because that way we don't have to like hover in the in the in the little box that we're gonna use it in as well like they're trying to figure out a way to make this work um but they got toilet paper that's not that bad you know i think that once you get your mind wrapped around you're gonna be camping for a little bit i think it kind of fits a little bit better but when you had your heart set on going in and being on vacation i think this thing's a little bit i just my question is for like what show do you think you're going on? That's just like, hey, you get to go live in a mansion mm-hmm. and maybe money. Like, what's love the Island. show? What, love like, Island. Well, but that's at least like you're gonna have to like baby bird food into another human's mouth. Yeah. Like, you know that something is this a good rule happen. that we should try to establish? So, if you are going on a reality show yes. and you don't really know what the show is. Like, chances are that they're, the floor is going to fall out from underneath it's, you. It's just like anything in life. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. If they're like, oh, we're going to give you this job and it's 100% remote and you're going to make all this money, but you don't need any experience and all that. That's not what that job really is. Something is going to happen and you will learn the reality of that position. You know, like... I- I got I to gotta wait for the shoe to drop here on Rob Has a Podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're not wrong. The other shoe <laughs> could drop it any day, honestly. Hopefully our, Kirsten, hopefully our boss doesn't just decide to end it all, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have some news. Uh, like, <laughs> you, you have to go live outside. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> go exit. Rob, there's no Wi-Fi out there. How are we going to do this? Mm, what are you doing? I, We'll see if you can get back you in. You can't make me go outside. People keep talking about, oh, want to go camping? Like, we should no. do a camping trip. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but why, why would we do that? Yeah. I, is it Survivor? Do like, I have the chance to win money? <laughs> is there a million dollars? Because if not. Because <laughs> if there's not a million dollars, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't be me. One, one of the people I liked in the first episode was Haley. Yeah. Haley is a big character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Full of energy. She oh. comes out in like a cat suit. Yeah. See, now she I know why I'm doing like, <laughs> like the dance routine that Taylor Swift does in the movie Cats almost. Yeah. Um, now I know why I, I like her. Uh, she's a DJ and podcast host. See, this is how I like hey. my DJs on reality TV. She talks. She's in the show. 
And she DJs at a dispensary. Haley, mm-hmm. friend. <laughs> yeah, come on the podcast. I like- <laughs> Haley comes out with so much energy. And then I think I think it's Lelise that she grabs. She's just like, I'm getting you first. And like grabs her for a big hug. I don't know. I, uh, I think we just met our best friend. We have a Haley Strong and now we have a Haley Storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, oh my God. I'll take this. Or, oh no, it's Hailstorm. My bad. That, that, that's a cool name too. I, we, we should start calling Haley Strong Hailstorm. That's, that's dope. I mean, uh, Haley I Strong yeah. already has a great name. It's an name. iconic name. It's a best name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this Haley is great. Ton of energy. She's fun. Um, and she's very nice. We're going to see that for someone who is a podcast host, DJ, radio host type person, um, she is not as opposed to living outside as I am. And as Kirsten are like, she's going to, she's coming out here to play the game. I'm very excited to see her this season. Um, she's fun. Kirsten. Uh, camp apparently. Yeah. Was there anybody else from this cast uh, that you had uh, strong feelings about? One way, not Haley Strong. That I had Haley strong feelings about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like we've mostly talked about everyone that has a big showing in the the first episode. I guess if we're gonna talk about, so there's the Tabitha, Aaron, Justin trio, right? The Taj mm-hmm. Alliance, yes. <laughs> the Taj Alliance. Um, Justin really getting the short end of the stick here, hey. In, uh, in what yes, way? Yes. In episode one, that. like, like they have a deal. Okay, well, you know, we need to have someone inside. We need to have someone outside. Uh, Justin has to stay outside. Tabitha and Aaron voting for each other. Like, I don't know. I feel like he should recognize that he's on the bottom. Well, so that's the thing. They come in as a three-person alliance because they're all riding on the boat together to the uh, to the villa, and very instantly they they click right. And it's it's Tabitha and the boys. So Tabitha, uh, they're in charge. You know, uh, they're like, okay, we'll let Tab make all the like strategic moves, and then you know we will we will like be the part of that alliance that really helped propel us. And so Tabitha's plan here is that if they're going to get someone into the villa. They're going to need somebody on the inside, you know, keeping track of what's the street strategic moves on the inside and somebody on the outside to kind of keep eyes on everything. I think Justin's just a team player. You know, he realizes that somebody has to stay outside and, you know, there's only three of them. So someone's not going to get a vote. Um, eventually, Justin does get one vote, doesn't he? Yeah, Sarah uh, Kate votes for him. From, from SK for no reason. But uh, but aside from that, yeah, he's supposed to stay outside and keep an eye on things to make sure that uh, Lisa's alliance or anybody else that gets left outside is not able to make any like really big strategic moves without running that back to Tabitha. So the three of them are really going to be one of the core alliance groups in this season. Now, the vote happens at the end of the episode to vote people back into the house. And I know that we spend way more time thinking about this stuff than the average like normie might in terms of like uh, how votes get done on Survivor and Big Brother. It seemed to me maybe suboptimal to have all of the players one at a time stand up in front of everybody, maybe good for drama, and say the name of the person that they want to vote into the house, especially at the point when it was also like the numbers were clear uh, about like who was going back into the house and who wasn't. Yeah, uh, because you can start to kind of move your vote, right? So you can say... And you can't even vote for a speaker of the house and have it be successful that way. (laughs) Yeah, this time you see who's voting which way and you can kind of move. So we saw that SK does vote for Justin, but in voting for Justin... 
SK knows that Justin's not getting in the house. He gets one vote. So it's like, yeah, you can kind of read the room and say, well, this person voted for me, so I will vote for them. Or this person voted for me, so now if I get in, I can reward them with voting for me. But if this was secret, then you wouldn't be able to do this kind of thing. And so it's less about like making your elimination secret so you can survive another round and more about proving your loyalty to somebody and saying, look at me demonstrating that our alliance is effective. Now, when you get inside the house, Look out for the kid. You know, show me some love when it's time to vote someone in. Or, you know, if, if you come back outside, know that you have a home here with me. And so that's why it's more of a public vote than in some of the shows that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, you know, maybe season two will be a secret vote, right? Uh, you know, season one, all about learning what alliances are, building them and, and operating based on trust. Season two, who can you trust? You don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Secret. And even... And even in this game, sometimes you don't know who you can trust, uh, you know, because sometimes the outside of the house will vote on things that happen on the inside of the house and vice versa. So if you're outside, but a couple people that you are loosely aligned with are inside and you get something negative happening to you outside, they're thinking, oh, did my alliance turn on me? Did they lose the vote? You know, I, I think on this mm-hmm. most recent season of The Challenge, you would see groups of people going in and deliberating on who they want to put on the block, right? And so you're thinking, two of my teammates are in there. Obviously, I have a good chance of staying. But when your teammates come out and they say, there was nothing I can do, I couldn't help you, you start to think, well, are they really working with me? Or did they just get strong-armed? Or were they outnumbered? What? Who flipped? You know, you don't really know even when when people are separated. So even here, with the, line, with the nominations being public, there's still room for drama. Chappelle, what did you think of the host of the show? I, okay, here's the thing. Jessie May is a comedian. Uh, I remember her from, I want to say Girl Code or something, but she wasn't funny. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Jessie May is not funny, like a comedian funny. I think that what I'm trying to say is that Jessie May was tapped into the, the hosting role. She took this very seriously, it mm-hmm. seemed. Um, yeah. Like, like we see Joe McHale, who's like the host of the mole. There. Yeah. Right. Right. Like the host of the mole. Like, you know, you come in and you're like, this is very much like, boom, boom, boom. These alliances matter. You have to do these things. It's very suspenseful. I think the show takes itself very seriously in moments. And I think that Jesse May is the avatar for that. Now, I think if they're given Jesse May the reins, she could just go be funny and this would be like a lot more entertaining. But I think that yeah. she like really tapped in on like her hosting chops here. Well, Jenny and I were just talking about this on the FY Island premiere recap because Nikki Glazer is the host of that. Mm-hmm. And she comes out as a comedian. She is making so many jokes on if the boys on FY Island use condoms or not. Like mm-hmm. she's she's jokes. She's not as much of a host, more of the jokes. Uh, and it's more fun. Like if they had let um, the let host Jessie here, cook. Je- like let her let her cook. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kirsten, I feel like that on some of these other shows, like these hot dummy shows on Netflix, like not only is it, do we have like uh, our host, but also like we have like narration also like making yes. fun of the mm-hmm. contestants as they're going through it. And I, yeah, I think they do this it show could have helped like, it. Yeah. It's more of like a UK kind of thing, having the additional voiceover person making fun of everyone. And yeah, it, it would add to this for sure. But I think that we are supposed to be taking this as a serious strategy show and not as kind of jokes and fun, which I think is a miss. If they had leaned into the jokes and fun, I think it would probably be a better product. 
Yeah, because you have fun cast members. I think all the people on here are very likable and at least are likable as far as television characters go. Like, I don't know them in real life, but they all seem very, like, interesting as far as, you know, when they're on TV, it's like, oh, they're very dramatic. You know, they're funny, they're loud. They pick some big personalities. And so let the personalities cook. It's kind of like you have the personalities being loud and kind of fun, but then the moments are so serious. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we finish talking about this first episode, I do want to get into some spoilers if y'all are okay with that. Yeah. Okay, you want to I'll do survive. you want to do so now. Is there anything else that you want to uh, highlight from the first episode? I mean, just ultimately, we see that the alliance that Lelise has formed is a little bit stronger than Tabitha's because Tabitha is moving so uh, like blatantly, uh, you know, gaming so hard, right? Like it's very clear that Tabitha has is on a mission, and the other people in the alliance don't really, uh, well, other other people outside don't really appreciate that as much, and so they lean with Lelise starting here, and so Lelise is able to reward the people who voted for her with coming inside, and so we see Linda, uh, uh, Sink, uh, what was his name? Uh, I can't think of this boy's name now. Uh, uh, is it uh, Cisco? Thank you. And uh, Alex, uh, they all go inside to enjoy the villa for the time being. And then the people outside are kind of left to figure out what happens next. So that's kind of how the episode ends. All in all, it's a it's an OK episode of television. I think as a whole, the series is probably a little bit better. But I think that it's a little bit too drawn out for it to only be nine episodes. It does not feel like it, it feels like you're there for three years. Um, And so. <laughs> I think that yeah, there's a lot of parts that they could probably, you know, condense to make it a very fun watch. But I think you had a lot of potential with this one. Okay. Kirsten, anything else you want to add about the first episode? Before um, we go, just, we hit the spoiler music. I just need to point out once again, like, if Tabitha had just voted for Sarah Kate, like, things could have been different. Or, you know, <laughs> like, had maybe been nice to Copen. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, I'm ready. Let's hear the spoilers. Okay. All right. All right. But you're not going to spoil like uh, the outcome. You just some things that have happened uh, in the. I mean, yeah. I was saying, unless you want me to, you no. know. But no, I don't. What, I didn't you you, were, you know who won. wins? I saw the whole thing. Oh, you watched the whole show. Yeah, but I like how before the podcast, I was like, oh, I watched three ish episodes. Then we got on the podcast. Yeah, why? Like, oh, yeah, I why do you lie to us? I said ish. I said ish. Yeah. Three ish. Okay. I said three or more, roughly. Three ish is like five. Mm-hmm. There was only nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cue the spoilers. This is a spoiler warning. You know. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. We're here. All right. So, but you're not, not going to say you're not going to say who won. I'm not going to spoil, okay. spoil the winner. No. So after this episode, they get in a situation where half the house is inside, half the house outside, and Tabitha is really trying to get inside. And so uh, they're starting to basically build a, a coalition against uh, against the inside, against Lelise. Lelise on the inside is very tapped in and very concerned with what Tabitha has going on outside, and they make the insiders vote out somebody. You have to send somebody outside. Now, Lelise has been swearing loyalty to all of these people. You're my number one. You're my favorite person. You're my best friend. All that good stuff. Her number one ally throughout these two episodes is Linda. In the first episode, she votes for Linda. In the second, you know, and Linda votes for her. They put her into the house and she rewards Linda with her loyalty. The second episode, she backstabs Linda. Linda's thrown out to the wolves, y'all. And it, from there, it's just like, okay, Linda's about to go outside. What's going to happen? But it goes to a tie vote. Mm -hmm. So instead of Linda going directly outside, the outsiders get to vote on who they want to come outside. And it's not Linda. They make Linda stay inside with Lelise after she stabs her in the back. And so that's why I kept watching the show because I was like, are we going to get Linda's revenge arc here? I was looking for it. And so 
stuff like that will happen to where you really have to choose your yeah. spots and how you're moving. Because Lelise thought, I got to pick somebody. I'm going to ride with Cisco. Uh, well, what is his name? Cisco. Because he probably, uh, he probably is going to be more loyal to me. What Lelise tells us is that I knew there was going to be a tiebreaker. I knew that they were going to send Linda back in the house. I didn't want to make the decision. But no, everybody sees through that. And Tabitha completely capitalizes on it and just takes the reins from there. Like, oh, can you believe Lelise would backstab Linda like that? Could it be me? Ultimately, Tabitha's group ends up inside, but just Tabitha and not the rest of Taj. <laughs> and so Lelise is working on Taj and being like, you know, Tabitha's being a weirdo. What are you doing? So you get that. And one of the biggest episode, uh, moments of the season and it's like five episodes in, uh, which is ridiculous. But they have this do or die challenge. Yeah. Where they are presenting do or die. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. But almost exactly. They are presented with two boxes and they are to open a box. Whichever box, whatever the box says, it might say you're evicted. You are like you are eliminated from uh, from the, the game or you have to go back. I think it's either you're outside or you're inside the first time they do this. They do it mm -hmm. a couple times. The first time they do it, it's like you're outside or you're inside. They take the four people who are outside and the four people are inside. They say, okay, if you're an outsider, you have to convince the other person to take your box. Or you know, if you're an insider, you have to convince the other person to take the box that you have. So you open the box and it might say, you're going inside. If you're an insider, then you obviously want to keep that box because you want to go inside. But you might have to betray somebody. And so you get to pick the person you go up against. So there's a moment where Lelise decides, okay, I need to be inside because I'm tapped in and I can't let Tabitha get my ass. So I'm ready. So Lelise has a box that says, uh, I need to go inside. I think something like that. Mm -hmm. And they're like, mm -hmm. okay, my, the way I'm going to play this and say, you don't want this box. You don't want this box. No, I think her box said outside. Yeah. So she's like, okay. you, you want this box. This is for you. This come get the box. And they're like, really? I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't want to believe it. X, Y, Z. And they don't believe Lely's. And then everybody's like, that snake. How dare she just stand up there? You've been out here starving and eating beans and, and sleeping on the ground. How dare you? And Tabitha's just over there grinning from ear to ear like, Lely's is a horrible person. Tabitha gets up there and she picks, I mean, they, I'm sorry, they pick Copen. And oh my God, they're like, Copen is so nice that Copen would never take my box. So I'm obviously, I, my box says go inside. I'm going to be like, Copen, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Take my box. It says go inside. I just, I can't keep this from you, but I know you're so nice that you're probably going to give it to me anyway. And Copen says, man, thank you for being so transparent. We love you, Tabitha. But I'm taking the box. I'm going inside. And so, <laughs> so there are good moments like that sprinkled throughout that really make Lately's look like, dang, you out here gaming, where Tabitha is a little bit more tapped in on it's the loyalty that people are looking at. You know, the Linda thing makes Lelise look bad. That moment makes Lelise look bad. Where Tabitha, she came off, uh, I'm sorry, they came off so genuine. And, you know, and so it's like, wow, what are you, like, how do you move forward now? Now people are dying, like, oh yeah, Tabitha has to be the one to come inside. You know, um, we get some showmancing with Shay and Taylor, where of course, Taylor doesn't want to leave Shay. Shay doesn't leave Taylor. Kristen, there's some uh, too hot to handle going on between the two of them inside the villa at some okay. point as well. You know, oh, and so, no. there, so there are ups and downs in this season, ultimately ending with, um, I believe, four people being inside the house and they bringing back, because these people do get eliminated. They do go home. Mm -hmm. um, but they do bring back a jury. And 
it's kind of handled in the same vein as claim to fame where the jury comes back and they hang around. You know, they all sit around at the villa and they talk and they chat and they kind of, Hey, why did you, why didn't you vote me into the villa that time? Or why did you turn your back on me in this time? Or what was this about? And they all hash it out. Ultimately they all vote for a winner. It comes down to a relatively close vote. I think like, uh, you know, whatever. And then, uh, the winner is given the opportunity to potentially win $250,000 and keep it for themselves. Or pick one loyal ally to split $100,000 with each. So hmm. they go from a quarter mil to the potential of making 100000 and then sharing it with a friend. And so that well, is how the story ends. And so in the premiere, it says that the prize is $100,000. So where did the additional $150,000 come from? It was the incentive to keep the money for yourself. Mm-hmm. We will give you $250,000 if you want to keep it and just be selfish about it. Yeah. These people just and voted for you. That is what I would do. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. <laughs> or, or you could be tempted and you could or you could be a nice person. They like this is all yeah. about alliances it's and like, loyalty. Do you want to split you can, it? You can either get a hundred thousand dollars and then pay the taxes on it, or you can get a hundred thousand dollars after taxes. Mm-hmm. Right. And and have a good time with your friend. Um yeah. and so we shall see. But yes, not to spoil the outcome. Yeah, get the two fifty kind of the and, and share it with them after. Right, exactly. it's not like Netflix oh. is going to be auditing you after the show I is mean, over. And, and Netflix doesn't seem to have the same like rules about sharing prizes because again, the last season of Two Out to Handle, the person won and said, "Well, can I split the money with the second place person?" Yeah, and they, they said, literally do yes! not care. Yeah. And everyone celebrated. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah, so throughout their ups and downs, they actually bring in. It's very again, there's some Love Island in this as well. They bring in randoms. Like three yeah. three episodes in, they're like, here's some more people. And uh people are not happy, specifically Tabitha. Um, and there's moments where Tabitha has a very good social game, you know. And then there are moments where Tabitha looks at a new person and says, I don't like you. I don't know why you're here. You're ruining my life. I really thought I had this locked up. That's something you're supposed to say in confessional. Tabitha says it directly to this by this guy's face, and people are aghast because they're like, not Tabitha with the good social game. So, you know, the season has its ups and downs, but all in all, I think that, you know, there are moments where they could tweak it to be a little bit better, but it is a fun, it is a fun ride. It's just a little too long for me, Rob. That's why I was like, one episode's enough. All right. There you go. Uh, Well, Chappelle, nobody could say you are not committed to your craft. You know, it's just the way I sacrifice here uh, and the nerve of you to even insinuate that you would make me go outside for once, (laughs) dear God. Uh, yeah, no, I was watching it, but I really was invested in like, okay, what happens? That that little bit of just like, will uh, you know, this little hang, this like a uh, like cliffhanger or whatever, really had me thinking, well, what's going on? And so I like kind of casually watched it. It wasn't on in the background while I was doing other stuff, mm-hmm. and so that's why I don't like. I'm not like going to get into the ins and outs of everything, but the big moments were really big moments. I just think that you know, I think if you would lean into kind of the more fun portions of like you have these twenty somethings, thirty somethings that came to party and drink champagne, I think that you really could get like a lot of more juice for your squeeze here on Surviving Paradise. Okay, all right, well. Let's take a look at what's coming up next week on Nothing But Netflix. Chappelle, do we have anything that's in the hopper for the next episode? Old dads. Weren't we talking about old dads? We were talking about old dads. Yeah, I would like to talk about the old dads. Yeah, I saw old dads on Netflix yesterday and I said, who is this for? Well, we have an old dad right here. I, I wouldn't say that Rob is an old dad, but... 
Yeah, older than I, I mean, uh, I guess like, I, that's true. Older than yesterday. Older than older um, than yesterday, but I'm not like my age and having like a a uh, you know like uh, yeah. for, first time dad. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that, not like you just had fired? your first child right yeah. now, or yeah. your fifth. <laughs> yeah. Um. I okay. I was scrolling through Netflix, and the only thing I saw that I had any interest in watching was I think it's called Love Takes Off or something like that. It's a rom com about <laughs> um a woman who is running a like small like charter flight company in Australia, and then the man, the company that owns it, needs to sell it to pay off their debts, and they send like the CEO's son to shut it down, but they fall in love. Oh. But I don't think that's for you yeah. two. But well, I think Sasha and I will probably both watch it. Yeah. It's every movie that you've ever seen in your life. Uh, yeah. How does now, Shut the hell up, Chappelle. <laughs> Chappelle. So it is still like we have one more week left of spooky season on Ooh. Nothing But Netflix. Um, so yeah. I, I would be fine with old dads. Um, it is number spooky. one. It is from, uh, number uh, one right now. Uh, Casper is in the top ten of movies. That's sure. Casper is very old, though. Uh, Casper is, old is from 1995, so maybe on uh, 30 years greater. I'll get to that eventually with Josh. You have to bring me on for that recap in two years. You have the 1995. You have my word. Years later. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, but do we? Is there anything that's from the uh, like? Do we hit the spookiest offerings here on Netflix? I don't. Maybe, do they have a spooky oh, there's like genre? an exorcism movie? Mm. Ooh, could be too Not spooky. like The Exorcist, but like an exorcism type. But like, I don't know. I don't think exorcisms are that scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did talk uh, about yeah. last week. Uh, of course, the fall of the house of the usher. The the fall of the house. Maybe I, did I put an extra uh, extra the in there. You put too many thes. It's the uh, it's the ofs that's really throwing you off. Yeah, I was putting too much respect on the House of Usher's name. <laughs> too much. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, we saw that. I don't see anything spooky really jumping out. Nothing new on mm. Netflix that I'm really like interested in. That's spooky. Yeah, because I have a lot of true crime that looks spooky, but then it's uh, not in the movie. There is a podcast wait, for that. I think th there's a movie. I think it came out a couple of weeks ago, and it's like two women got murdered that have the same name and they're like investigating it. Hmm. It's, okay, go on. It keeps getting recommended to me. Like, okay, I have to open up Netflix to figure out what it's called. Yeah. Okay, while you look at that, Sister Death is coming this Friday. Yikes. Um, chilling <laughs> horror. It's in Spanish, um, but it says, after a miraculous childhood, Narcisa becomes a novice and starts teaching girls in a former convent haunted by a disturbing presence. A little spooky. A little yeah. bit, right? Okay. Uh, we also have Burning Betrayal, which sounds like uh, you know, some type some like someone needs to go get mm -hmm. checked out, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. all the spy kids um, movies just got added to Canadian Netflix, so they're and, all and, in the and, top ten. Oh, you know, they're here too in, in, in the United States as well, sadly. Um that those are spooky as well, and they're on in their own way. It's just it's really wild to me that the acting gets worse in all the spy kids movies, and, and it's the same people. Mm-hmm. Like how did how did you get older and and, phoning and it less in. invested? Yeah. But like why when, why did we do it? Remember Spy Kids 3D when the guy would pop up and be like, "Time to put on your glasses." I do remember that sadly, and <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm un, I'm still unwell. Uh, okay, 
All yeah, right, well, nothing jumping out. All right, so I guess Old Dads is the leader in the clubhouse, but if there's something that's spooky across maybe any of the streaming platforms, maybe uh, we would do a special episode uh, next week for Halloween week as we get ready. Honestly, just go to Disney Plus and watch, uh, like, Halloween Town. <laughs> yeah. Halloween Town. Yeah, but don't tell Matt Ligori. <laughs> like, you know, he just, he's sensitive about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Kirsten, what else is coming up for you? Uh, Yeah. So Jenny and I are talking about FY Island season three, which got saved by the CW, um, which is super fun over on the Hot Dummies on Islands feed, uh, as well as Mess Magnets with Sasha Joseph every week talking about pop culture, celeb gossip, trending topics, weekly Taylor Swift updates. Uh, And you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. Okay. Well, Kirsten, thank you for being here uh, for this and lending your expertise to talk about uh, these brand new hot dummies uh, living inside and outside. Thank you for having me. All right. And Chappelle, what else is coming up for you? Um, A lot. You know, we're still doing Suits coverage every day on SuitsPodcast.com. Right. We're having a great time. That's fun. Check that out. Um, I will be hosting the Big Brother Sunday recap episode uh, because you and Taryn will be out. So this will be fun as well. So check that out as well on Rob Has a Podcast. Uh, Sasha and I are still talking about Below Deck, but this week I had Chantel on as a guest because Sasha's on world tour. And so if you're <laughs> watching Below Deck uh, Med, then uh, obviously you can come and check us out on YouTube or you know wherever you get your podcast on the Bravo uh, wrap-ups feed because um, that is always a good time as well. Scally and I are still talking about the devil's plan uh we're over halfway through the season a couple more episodes to go but you can catch that in the nothing but netflix feed as well uh, on post show recaps we have uh you know the walking dead it's never going away fear the walking dead is here um also <laughs> also uh you know uh as uh the more walking deads leave the more come so you you can catch the rick and michonne coverage as well on post show recaps um there's something else. I don't know. Uh, Rob, just follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show and you'll keep up with all that stuff because on the Connect on Post Show Recaps, Jason Reed and I will be talking about the lawman Bass Reeves and Mari and I will be soon covering rap shit over there as well. So uh, check me out in all those places and of course, follow me on Twitter. All right. Well, Chappelle, great job. Can't believe you watched all of Surviving Paradise for this I mean, one either. podcast. I, it wasn't for the podcast. It was for me. It was for you. Know, you I did, did it for it. myself. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.